Hello and welcome to the Riverdale High AV Club. I'm Ezra. And I'm Megan. And we are here to bring you all things Archie. Week after week, checking in on all of our, I don't know, Riverdale denizens. And there are um, so many of them. Yes, God. We could probably cover one a week and not be done for quite the while. And we've done a few unnamed games about the random background characters, and there's so oh many more we've never even touched on. Oh, yeah. I, I, I know, I think when we first started, we talked about some of like the uh, very weird background characters, like what, Cricket Odell, isn't that her name? The Money Girl? The Money Girl, <laughs> yeah. yeah. touched um, on her before. But I think today, uh, at least as far as I remember, was uh, aware that we were going to talk about one of the, I guess, more prevalent side characters. She's actually got her own series at this point. Yes, um, today we will be talking about the one and only Cheryl Blossom. Yes, who is honestly just, I think, one of the most fun characters within Archie. And we have talked about her before. I know we did yes. a brief overview of her original... Um, her start to the comics, I think it was right. in the late 80s. Yeah, I think it was, uh, I'm looking 82, so mm -hmm. early 80s. Oh, but early yeah. 80s. Because mm -hmm. when I think of Cheryl Blossom, I think of the comics that you and I read as kids. I had a mm -hmm. few issues of her Cheryl Blossom series, and yes. it is the most 90s thing I can think of. Oh, it's so, so good. That is what I it's... associate with Cheryl Blossom. Yeah, exactly. Even I, I was just gonna say I was, I was Google searching before we were going through, and I found some of like the covers of those old Cheryl Blossom comics. They're and killer. just seeing the cover was like such a blast from the past. I'd forgotten that you actually owned some until I was yeah. researching for this episode. I was reading some back issues, and I was yeah. like, I had this one. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I think there was one I saw. That I was like, oh my god, I specifically remember that one. It was, she's walking in a blue dress and there's a lot of car crashes behind her. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Um, but just as a refresher, um, Cheryl Blossom is kind of, I mean, she was originally meant to be the third love interest for Archie, right? I believe so. Um, yeah. She, and of course we will be touching on her brother, twin brother, Jason Blossom as well, because you can't yes. really talk about one without the other. It's true. Uh, but she was introduced as a rival to the girls, mm -hmm. and she's really not friends with Betty or Veronica. She's straight villain in all the ways that Veronica's villainous, but has a heart of gold. Cheryl does not appear to have a heart of gold. She, <laughs> she's exactly. pretty villainous all the time. She's kind of like... Um... I think she's kind of like a female Reggie, almost like yes, almost like a bit of a foil to Reggie there. Mm -hmm. She very um, much, and it's just, yeah. I guess, more than villainous. She's self-serving. Yes, yeah, which is, I mean, she's also like wealthy. Like the mm -hmm. Blossoms are a wealthy family, which um, I don't know. Like not to say that all wealthy people are selfish, but that does seem to be how Archie Comics paints them. Yeah, <laughs> by and large that, that is true yeah they kind of continuously have rich people being shitty um at least rich teens being shitty mm -hmm. um but yeah she's like the the fiery redhead who moved into riverdale kind of and she definitely seems to be more sexy a lot of the time oh yeah than betty and veronica or the riverdale gang in general i i think she's one of especially in those like main cult like series comics the digests and whatnot mm -hmm. i think she's one of the very few 
uh, characters that they give cleavage. Um, yeah. Because that's like a weird, ver- like weird sexualization within an Archie comic that they never get into except with Cheryl Blossom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like, there's there's a lot to talk about about her. Um, including, I don't know, like her family, as you said, the Jason Blossom, her twin brother, an arrogant rival of Archie, according to, uh, Wikipedia. Yeah, Jason Blossom seems about as villainous or self-serving as Cheryl is, but he, rather than her interest in Archie, he is interested in Betty. um, Yes. Who sometimes is... is reciprocating of that, and sometimes she's like, not interested, you're kind of a dick. Um. Right. She goes back and forth. Yeah, she's kind of all over the place with it. I, I always, I do think that's interesting um, because, I don't know, like the fact that within the Riverdale show, they've got Jason being interested in Polly. Um, and they kind that's of do true. a little homage to that, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I, if I may, I'd just like to read you um, some of, just some of the history and character part from the Wikipedia page, because there's I a lot of things... It that I learned about Cheryl Blossom today that I had never known before. (laughs) Um, Please. For instance, uh, the fact that there was one story where Archie fell in love with an ancestor of Cheryl's back in Scotland. Um, Wait, current Archie did? Oh, no, I'm sorry, an ancestor of Archie, so I guess... It's one of those weird things yeah. where they just look like Archie and Cheryl but they're in all exactly. clothes. It's like Archie 3000 and Archie year one or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess they got, I don't know, like weird... Which is weird when you think about that, right? So like an ancestor of Archie's fell in love with an ancestor of hers, which they didn't necessarily say that they actually got together, but then that would imply some weird incest. Yeah, I'm sure they didn't, and something yeah. kept them apart. Like, always happens in these weird, old that's true. comics. I f- yeah, that's a good point. Um, apparently, at one point, she joins a band called the Sugar Girls. The what? Um, the Sugar Girls. All right. Yeah. Uh, because Ginger Sugar has quit, I guess. Oh, no, not Ginger Sugar. <laughs> I know, my favorite Sugar Girl. Yeah. Um... But there's there's just some real wild stuff. Like, apparently they talk about the fact that within some comics, and particularly the Holly Golightly um, mm-hmm. written comics, Betty and Cheryl are, like, very good friends. Interesting. Yeah. That was nothing... I, I, I'd never heard that before. Um, basically, yeah, Betty becomes Cheryl's best friend in a three-part story, which uh, is a story wherein... Cheryl kind of like tricks all of Riverdale, and then Sounds her like Cheryl. Her this is uh when her parents make her stay at Riverdale High School, I guess, because she tricked everyone so bad. Um, but then yeah, her and Betty become really good friends, and then uh, Veronica humiliates Cheryl, and that alienates Betty from Veronica, and then Veronica makes it back up to Cheryl just so she can get back good, get good with. Betty again. It's just like, I'd never... As far as I knew, there was only antagonistic relationships between all three of them. Like, I never thought that any of them actually got along. Yeah, that's very interesting. Cheryl Blossom, I've been reading some of her series, Mm -hmm. and, um... Yes. She very much is... It's an interesting characterization, because she does all these crazy antics that Mm -hmm. don't always work out well, Okay. And she just seems to be fine with it. Like, 
she <laughs> tries to put on this big show and um it goes badly and she okay. still gets a bunch of publicity and promotion from it she's like that's fine i'm fine with publicity and promotion that's all i wanted I mean, hey, she rolls with the punches, man. In the She's first easy, breezy, issue of this like series she has, she mm-hmm. and Jason inherit a country club that okay. they renovate and turn into a hot like nightclub, music club kind of place. Okay. And that's just a running thing throughout this comic series that occasionally she's like working as a promoter or producer for her club. So she, as a teenager, owns yes. her own nightclub. Mm-hmm. So they that do have a manager like a her dad has hired oh, to sort of okay, keep an right. eye on them, and I assume do yes. most of the real work. But yeah, she does a lot of publicity work. There's one wow. where she wants to make her own action movie because she oh, thinks the, the genre is <laughs> too boring, and so she hires... Uh-huh. <laughs> she, she just sets up this insane action movie where there's like uh-huh. a tsunami and a hurricane and a volcano all at the same time, and she's playing like every lead... And then okay. it's a terrible flop, but everybody <laughs> thinks it's hilarious because it's so bad and over the top. And she's like, awesome. Love it. I mean, hey, whatever works, right? Yeah. That's wild. So she's uh, got quite a take on things. Yeah, she's kind of all over the place. We've seen different Cheryl iterations throughout the years. The Cheryl mm-hmm. of the 90s is not the same Cheryl we see in Riverdale. No, that's very true. And of course, yeah. we have the interesting horror one-off. That oh, Cheryl yes. and her brother star in uh, uh, Blossoms Triple Six, right? Yes. If we oh, want to get so into good. that a little bit, I think I think real quick uh, before we dive into that, I'd just like to yeah. tell you uh, that apparently at one point she and Dilton Doily dated, um, hmm. and fell in love. But yeah, anyway, I I just I learned that, and I I just needed to tell someone because <laughs> it was yeah. probably. The strangest thing. It was like a You've Got Mail situation where they met online and of didn't know was. who was who. And then they fell in love and decided to keep dating. But it was never touched on after that. That's interesting. Um, but yeah, after after now that we've gotten that out of the way, I would love to learn more about uh, the Blossoms Triple Six. Now, Dilton uh, also plays a role in this title. Does he really? Yes. So Blossoms Triple ah. Six was a five part series that was mm-hmm. uh january through july of 2019 okay gotcha. and it's part of the archie horror series okay oh uh, it's an alternate reality from the main archie comics obviously Which because is, I guess. <laughs> the main yeah. premise of this series is that jason and Cheryl blossom come from a long family line of satanists okay and sure. one of them is fated to be the antichrist Gotcha. Uh-huh. Okay. So this doesn't quite fit in with the normal Archie uh, series. Not totally, no. So it I, does seem to fit a little bit with Riverdale, the TV show. It does. Though. We may get <laughs> yeah. into that in Riverdale. We'll may, see. We'll, we'll see, yeah. Um, so I've tried to write a, a brief summary of this, and it didn't really work out for me because there's a lot of shenanigans going on here. Okay. Um, so it may be Dude. a slightly longer summary than planned. That's all right. We, uh, we've got time. So, also, the art is fantastic in this. You should absolutely take a look. It's a very mm-hmm. cool aesthetic. It's similar to the new Archie series. Um, oh, okay, yeah. The, uh, uh, the one that started with uh, Fiona Staples? Yes. Oh, yeah. so and, good. Um, okay. I think the artist for this is Laura Braga, who is also okay. one of the creators. 
Oh, very cool. Um, her and Cullen Bunn. Who I'm not familiar with these names, but they did a great job on this one. So check oh, out some nice. of the art. We'll post some pics of this. Hell yeah. So you can see Definitely. some highlights. So anyways, Jason and Cheryl are competing to be the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess there's some kind of prophecy that they, one of the Blossom's children will be the Antichrist. So they're like, all right. It's like a Harry Potter, yeah. you know, the child born on this day, but they were both born on that day. Yeah. Kind of thing, because they're twins. I gotcha. Yes. I gotcha. So we start out at um, school, and Cheryl and Jason are having a pool party that night. Um, they each have seemed to have targeted a Riverdale teen. We don't know for okay. what yet. So Cheryl has her sights on Dilton who is being harassed by Reggie, and she steps in and she's like, fuck off, Reggie. And then she's all weird and flirty to Dilton, like, "Mm, Mm -hmm. girls love a man who stands up for himself. You should try it. Hope you're coming to my party. You don't want to disappoint me. (laughs) And you're like, okay, Why would he not? Do you have a relationship? (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) Anyway. Jughead is like, I don't get why they invited me to this party. We're not friends. And Archie's like, I think they invited everyone, dude. You're overthinking it. And Jughead has the great line, that doesn't sound like me. (laughs) Um, That is very good. So he's in trouble with Miss Grundy, Mm -hmm. who doesn't believe that his computer ate his uh, paper he was supposed to turn in. And for some reason, Jason steps in and he's like, oh no, he totally showed me his paper. You should give him the weekend to finish it. And she's like, oh, okay, Jason. Um, What? (laughs) So I guess that just works. (laughs) And then he's like, Man, I wish I could have done that. You could repay me for your gratitude by coming to my party tonight. And Jughead's like, weird. That's Uh, real weird, man. Jughead does not go to the party. But uh, but we do get a bunch of dumb party scenes where, like, Betty's upset and teens are drinking and they play truth or dare and ask a bunch of weird questions like, Moose, would you kill someone? What? Whoa. Um, Okay. And then after the game, Cheryl takes Dilton out into the woods where she has Reggie tied to a tree with a bunch of cult shit, and she hands him a knife. She hands Dilton a knife. Doesn't She hands it to Reggie and says, (laughs) if you can cut yourself free and chase him down. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay, so she, okay. She hands Dilton the knife, and then Uh the next day at school, Reggie and Ethel are both absent. Okay. And Ethel, of course, is who... Jason seems to have zeroed in on after yeah. Jughead didn't show up. Yeah. Interesting. So, Dilton seems super stuff freaked out. On. He runs away. And Betty tries to talk to him about what's going on. And then he, like, won't talk to her. And she sees that Cheryl is somehow, like, creeping on Dilton from across the hallway. Probably because Dilton knows that Reggie and Ethel uh, have eloped together. <laughs> yeah. And he's just, he doesn't want to let in on the fact that he knows, so he, he got really nervous. Yeah, that's sure. what happened for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, so the Blossoms head home, and they find mm-hmm. the sheriff is waiting for them. Oh. Says some kids went missing after their party, and that their name came up in the investigation. Uh, he that's then fair, reveals yeah. that he is a Satanist as well. What? And he just wanted to let them know what was going on. And Cheryl oh. thanks him for his support and points him in the direction of Dilton. Is this, this isn't Sheriff Keller, is it? I it's don't think so. Sheriff? They just call okay. him Sheriff. Okay. Keller okay. make Kevin Keller makes a brief appearance at the party, but otherwise he's not in this I see. series. 
Um, Unfortunate, but I'll deal with it. Yes. So Betty knows something's going on with the Blossoms, and the gang are like, I think you're overthinking it. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So Betty goes on to investigate. uh, Creeping behind the Blossom house with a flashlight, she finds Ethel covered in blood and rambling in a crazy way. Oh, but not dead. Not dead, no. Oh, oh, okay. She directs Betty to a cave where she finds a bunch of cult stuff. And then we cut to the Blossoms talking about how they can get rid of Betty because she knows too much. Mm. And then... She always does. uh, A stranger comes into the room, also a mysterious redhead, who introduces himself as Julian Blossom, Cheryl and Jason's older brother. What? And of course, that's the end of that issue. So the next (laughs) issue opens with the Blossom parents explaining that, yes, Julian was the oldest triplet who oh. was taken by cultists at his birth. And they're like, yeah, oh. I probably should have told you. Um, yeah, maybe. So Julian is also in the running to be the Antichrist. I and... like the idea that their parents were, like, prepping them their entire lives to <laughs> yeah. become the Antichrist, but they just forgot to mention that it could also be this third kid they had. Mm-hmm. So Cheryl and Jason are pissed. Mm-hmm. And the well, next day at school, even more kids are missing. And this includes Betty and Jason now. Mm-hmm. So we see that Betty is investigating. She's parked outside Dilton's house when he is taken away by the police. Dilton is. Oh, I see. Yes. Well, I guess, yeah, the Cheryl pointed is... the cops towards him. Ah, um, okay. Cheryl yeah, is... we all know how strong Dilton's stomach is for murder. <laughs> yeah. Cheryl anyway. is pulling some strings at school and seems mm-hmm. to be setting up Veronica against Betty. Okay. And Betty goes to see That's not Ethel. That's hard to set up. Yeah. Honestly, who tells okay. her to go to the library to look up the Order of Abaddon. Oh. But it's revealed after bit. Betty leaves, Ethel is in cahoots with Jason. The fucking god. Comes out of her who fucking isn't closet. in cahoots with them? Whoa! Yeah, it's okay. like, alright, thanks. Doesn't that feel good to help out? me? Um, so the library, Betty runs mm-hmm. into Julian who asks for her help in taking down Cheryl and Jason. Um, Cheryl and Jason agree to a temporary truce, and they are both nearly killed in these weird freak accidents that aren't ever really explained. Jason's almost hit by a car, and Cheryl saves him, and then Cheryl's pool cleaner comes to life, it seems, and starts to drown her. What? Uh, Jason dives in and saves her. Oh, uh, maybe it's all the Satan in the air. I think you know? maybe it's supposed to be Julian doing this, but it's unclear. Because we also see a weird montage of their lives in comparison, like, you know, oh, Cheryl and Jason going to high school and having fun times with their family and opening presents right. on Christmas. And then Julian is like, in a shack eating bugs. And oh. I don't know what else. Being a blood sacrifice to things. Learning magic, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so All there's right. a lot of Riverdale teens in play here, and it's a little confusing. But in short, okay. Veronica shows up at Archie's house with a bottle of wine, looking no. hot. So he doesn't call Betty to see how she's doing because he feels bad. He feels bad that she's upset. So then Betty goes to Archie's house to talk to him, sees them making out through the window, and then she's sad. Now here's a weird thing. Yeah. Archie and Veronica are making out. Mm-hmm. And um, Betty sees through the window and runs away upset. And then Archie 
and Veronica are in the, the living room together, and he says, "All praise Abaddon." But that's what? also never explained. Like, is Archie okay. a cultist? What? So, if if I'm understanding what I think they're trying to say, yeah, is that as as the blossoms like. I don't know, they're, like, infecting them with Abaddon love, it feels like. I guess. You know? So, like, I guess, what, Cheryl got Veronica, and then Veronica got Archie? I guess so. Although I don't, I don't see how you could just be like, no, I'm into Abaddon now, you should be too, and Archie was like, yeah, fair. So... Maybe that's it. Betty's upset, <laughs> and then she goes to Julian, and mm-hmm. then, um... We cut to Ethel, who's, like, behind Pop Tates in the alley and asks Jughead for help and takes him to the woods. And he's like, what's going on? You seem crazy. And then she asks him to kill her after she's taken him to that same cult cave that Betty found. Good God. Jughead refuses, and so she kills herself. God. Jughead Jughead. flees the scene, and Cheryl and Jason catch him, where they tell him the truth about Julian. What? Uh, it appears to be a modified version of the truth, but we don't know exactly what is said. I see. So then Betty goes to see Dilton with Julian. Uh-huh. Um, the sheriff takes him to see him, but Dilton has, of course, hanged himself. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yes. So outside boy. of the jail, Betty is, like, upset and talking to Julian about it when Jughead calls her from across the street. Uh-huh. Like, waves her down. He's covered in blood. Julian? And, uh, Ethel's or blood. Oh, Jughead. Jughead is covered in Ethel's blood, where he tells her everything that happened and what the Blossoms told him. How do people just keep getting covered in blood? (laughs) Yeah. So then Betty slaps Julian and says, stay away. Uh And he goes back to the mansion where Cheryl and Jason are looking fab in their rich person clothes. Of course. And uh, Julian's all like scuzzy in his, I guess, normie clothes. <laughs> non-rich and person like, clothes. That's a dirty trick. Why would you do that? And they're like, "You're not our real brother." And they stab him, and kill him. Why wouldn't they just do that from the start? Um, because <sighs> they thought their parents would be mad at them, and they're like, "Well, it's uh, fine." Oh, okay, that's fair. So yeah. I, that's they the only just reason I haven't him. killed you yet, Megan, is because mom and dad be <laughs> yeah. mad at me. <laughs> and there's actually a line earlier where Cheryl is like, "Do you have any idea how long we'd be grounded if we killed our brother?" But I guess they decided it was worth it in the end. I guess, yeah. I mean... So they killed Julian. And wow. then okay. we cut to Betty and Jughead sitting at Pop Tates, not knowing what to do next. And then we mm-hmm. close on a body in a morgue sitting up under a bloody sheet. And Ooh, it says, what? the end? Question mark? Are we, what? I Are we supposed to believe that's Julian? I, I think it, it was Julian. It's That's very the only unclear. one that would make the most sense to me. Um, since yes. he was he's like mega cult boy, you know, like raised by mm-hmm. the cult <laughs> and taught all the the cult things. Yeah. Okay. So well, it's a wild yeah. ride. That's interesting. Uh huh. Okay. Wow. So that blossoms triple six, huh? Yes. I'll have to check that out for sure. So you can buy like a a trade of it. Um, Oh, yeah. Beautiful art. The covers Mm -hmm. alone are just, I've honestly framed some of those. I, yeah. I I really liked, I I looked up and I was able to find the cover while you were, Mm -hmm. uh, right before you started. 
I also found out that the artist for that is the same one who's done the very good uh, Betty and Veronica meet Harley and Ivy, which we'll definitely need to oh, cover yeah. at some point. We definitely yeah. need to cover that one. I've read that one. It's very good. I so. haven't read it yet, but I, I'm looking forward to it because I also yeah. love Harley and Ivy as a couple. Oh, it's, it's so, they do a real good Freaky Friday style mind, body swap, and it's just amazing. Nice. Um, yeah. Okay. Wow. So that's, uh. That is Blossom like... <laughs> Triple Six. Yes. That's like the most extreme Blossom, you know? Yes. That's like, I don't know. That's like Blossom Black Label or something. <laughs> it really you is. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say, um, and if to pivot slightly to just talking about the different depictions of Cheryl Blossom, I really got to say, we talk about it on the uh, public access, but I really love this Riverdale Cheryl. Yes. She's so good. It's, yeah, I'm a big fan. Yeah, she's a really interesting character. I mean, just Cheryl Blossom as a character seems very interesting, honestly. Um, and I was actually doing a little bit of research before we started recording, Mm-hmm. And I found, I, I mean, it's not the most uplifting thing, but it was, it was uh, from the Life with Archie series, yeah. which uh, that was that like side series that they did after the, uh, you know, Mary's Betty, Mary's Veronica thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I think it's in the Mary's Betty universe. And this is Life with Archie number 21. And we have uh, Veronica going to visit a Cheryl who is currently battling breast cancer. Wow. And it's really something else. I mean, yeah, yeah like, I, I, I don't know. There's, I don't want to, like, get too much into it because, A, you should read it for yourself because yeah, it's really, you. it's really beautiful, honestly. A lot of, I'll give you some of the, like, Cheryl's lines because they're really stellar. Um, at one point, Veronica's like, oh, you know, I... You look, you look good, Cheryl. And Cheryl's just like, I look awful, honey, but it's okay. I do have cancer, you know. And it's just, yeah. she's, you know, she went out to, this is um, a different timeline from then when she became a Hollywood starlet. And this is, she went out to Hollywood to find her fortune. But she says, uh, I went to Hollywood to be discovered and I discovered a lump in my breast instead. Wow. And... Yeah, like they've really taken her um, and they've taken her some places, which I always think is really interesting when they kind of do that with the character. Well, it's interesting as we get into these different takes on the Archie universe, mm-hmm. because they're teenagers in these comics that we, we follow yes. as kids, yes. you know? And it makes sense that you would especially share a blossom growing up with her parents have always been supportive in the comics, unlike the weird Riverdale parents she has. <laughs> right. And <laughs> the awful people, yeah. She was extremely rich. She has like a bratty brother that they have their fighty relationship. Yeah, like teasing. She would be a brat. She it's would not totally crazy or out of line. And she's what sixteen, seventeen in the comics. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense I mean, that her character could really develop and change in some of these arcs. And I think that's really why I, I've loved getting into all the difference differences of these Archie comics yeah. because I mean like you said we grew up reading these characters as kids and now that we're no longer kids it's really exciting and really I don't know heartening to see them grow up too to an yeah. extent I know in one of the married life comics she's a scream queen oh I so love good. that it's the best right like 
she would be yeah. great at that. She Especially really seeing would. her in these different horror series where she Oh my um, god, yeah. She's a cultist or in the Afterlife with Archie, there's like mm-hmm. some weird incestuous stuff going on. Oh gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. which is always I mean it's, it's been implied before that they have right. a weird relationship. Yeah, it's, and Cheryl it's, and Jason have always been like the bad kids, kind of. So yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Of like the gang, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's it's Riverdale bad. It's not like we're talking about. But there Jerry is that one Debbie comic where uh, Cheryl wants to make the beach a topless beach, and then oh Jason's trying to put beer and coke cans or something. And yeah, that's right. You're like, he's, what's going on here, guys? He's pouring the beer into the Coke can while they're on the beach. <laughs> yeah, and or like whatever. A, and the guy's just like, hey, stop that. <laughs> yeah, there's like I'm a park sure. ranger or something. It's yeah, like, like beach uh, patrol or whatever. It's just like, hey, not? don't do that. That's not a, that's illegal. Plus, you're like 17, my guy. Why did you bring um, beer cans with you? Yeah. Wow. I. I, I, it is always interesting to see when they, like, take them to their extremes, honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I don't know if we had, I had personally too much more to dip into this time, honestly. I do but I think, have yeah. an unnamed game for us. Oh, lovely. And now this is just going to be a Cheryl Blossom hijinks edition. Mm, okay. And I tried to keep it a little shorter. I know these get kind of long, especially since right. I had such a rambling synopsis there. That's fine. So, I, I didn't come with much this episode, <laughs> so you can We are all just keeping on through this yes, quarantine. We are. Yes, um, all right. All right, so for our listeners that are unfamiliar, the mm-hmm. unnamed game is a game in which I prepare three episode summaries Okay. Of a comic. And Ezra, okay. his job is to guess which one of these I have created and which two are real comics. Right. Which is a fabrication of Megan's mindscape. Yes. I have come up with one of these. Mm-hmm. And, and which is the real deal. Well, which are the real deal. Yes. Which two are okay. real. Now, the listener's challenge, if the one I have come up with actually exists as a real comic, which is yes. entirely possible because there's what, 80 years worth of comics out there? Going on 81, Please send it to me. Yep. Because maybe I'm a liar and this is actually real. (laughs) Not gonna lie on purpose, but... It's, uh, it's definitely possible. I mean, (laughs) there's just so many reused storylines for sure. And part of why Um, this game works and is hard for Ezra to beat is because so many of these things have happened just slightly differently. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. How many comics so, are basically the same, but you swap out one character for another, or like a relevant movie reference to a different one? Or the place they go from like carnival to beach. And <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's like the only difference. Some yeah, of these sure. digests can get a little formulaic over the years, but Just we love them anyways. Yeah. Oh, that, oh, definitely. We love them because of that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, All right. So, Cheryl company. Blossom, which hijink is real? Oh, God. Okay. All right, number one, Cheryl asks Bridget, you know, Bridget the Good Singer, Ah, to perform at her beach party. Um, This party is being televised, so Bridget is like, cool, yeah, I'm happy to do it, but you can't sing back up. And Cheryl's like, 
it's okay. I know I'm not a good singer. I'm just beautiful <laughs> and perfect in every other way. I love that they just like <laughs> Bridget anticipated yeah. that shit from a mile off. Uh-huh. <laughs> so okay. Bridget goes on to perform, except there's a giant sign behind her that has Cheryl's face on it. And then Jesus at the bottom, God. a little tiny Bridget face. Uh, <laughs> so it's like, the Cheryl Blossom party featuring Bridget. Well, like, this is what she's performing in front yes. of? Yes. Okay. So during the show, the sign... At least sign... she doesn't have to, like, stand behind <laughs> Yeah. and sing. Anyway. During the show, the sign starts to break loose. Uh-huh. Cheryl tries to stop it, but she's caught in the wind and is blown <laughs> around like she's on a parachute. <laughs> uh, the gang is annoyed with her attention-stealing antics, despite her protest that it was all an accident and she didn't mean for this to happen. All right, so that's number one. Okay. That was a quick one. Gotcha. Yes. Number two. Betty and Veronica okay. are showing off their new rollerblades, and the guys are impressed. Cheryl <laughs> is annoyed and hires a professional to teach her how to rollerblade. Okay. She has a fun practice montage, and then goes shopping for the perfect outfit to match her extremely 90s blades. I see. Next day, she shows up at the park in her fab new outfit to show off. And Mm -hmm. then we cut to a group of teens having a picnic. But it's so windy, they're having trouble with their picnic blanket. Oh no. They lose control of it, and it flies away in the wind. Cut back to Cheryl, just in time to see her impressing the gang with her skills. Until the picnic blanket flies into her, blocking her vision and causing her to veer off of the paved trail and down a hill where she crashes. Oh my god. Jesus. Uh huh. I assume the gang watches and laughs in delight. You know, Betty and Veronica have some some happy reactions to that. Yeah, they're doing like that kind of like angry, happy smile. Yeah. Like the some mean smile. Arms. And they probably said like, man, she should have not, I don't know, some bad pun about <laughs> She should have not and... done that. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say something about a spill, but that I realized that wasn't a pun. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. And then number three. Cheryl mm-hmm. gets a new hairstyle that she's showing off oh. to the gang and on TV. Oh, uh, what? Because um, she's hosting a show. That's the long-running oh. arc, is that she's hosting a TV show. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Uh, her manager is, just as a side plot, I guess, making some beach art <laughs> using spray-on <laughs> glue art? and, like, driftwood and shells and stuff. Oh, okay. Cheryl's like, what is this shit all over my beautiful beach house? I guess I'll do my unveiling outside, but it's windy and her hair's getting messed up. Oh, God. So she runs inside to get some hairspray and accidentally uh-huh. sprays glue onto her hair. Oh, no. And then she goes outside and all of the trash blowing around sticks to her head. Oh, no. And then Betty and Veronica make some jokes about her being trashy. That's so mean of them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> wow, she didn't even do anything that time. <laughs> I mean, she was unveiling her new hairstyle on TV. I, I, that's fair, I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's Cheryl, though. Like, yeah. Veronica's definitely done shit like that. I mean, they don't like Cheryl, though. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It's like the same thing we talked about Reggie last week, where it's yeah. just like, they just hate him, even when he doesn't yep. do anything. Yeah, they're wow, just okay. mean to, uh, I guess, the villain characters. I, I don't know if you did this intentionally, um, but all of those involve high winds. Uh, they as well. do, and that was intentional. <laughs> that was, okay. Yes. I noticed that. I was very pleased. Okay. 
If so I can got... pick a theme and then a sub theme, I'm happy. That's good. Yeah. So we've got high wind. Um, what was the first one again? I... Here, let me pull up my my notes. Yeah, uh, we've got Bridget beach party performance. Ah, yes, uh, yes, yes. Okay, so Bridget. Cheryl's mm-hmm. floating around with a sign. We've got the roller skates and the blanket. Mm-hmm. Yep. That apparently they don't know how a picnic blanket works because they weren't sitting on it. Yeah. Well, I um, think they're they're setting up their picnic. Okay, I see. That's, so they're that just makes anonymous teens, and they're like, "Great day for a picnic!" And then one of them goes to like throw, you know, when you like throw it out to lay oh, it yeah. down. But it and then just, the wind just rips it ripped out of away their hands. by the wind. Yeah. Does one of them have that very good 90s haircut that came up in Archie's a lot, where they've got the really curly top, but the shaved sides? <laughs> we did not see that look. Okay. But we did um, have what I'm guessing is a Rachel haircut. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. I see. Um, and then we've got the uh, trash hair. Yes. <laughs> wind, wind time. Which also has, like, a little side plot. You know, we've got the side plot of the picnic, and then mm-hmm. the manager making her beach art. I like that the manager's just making beach art in <laughs> yeah. her client's house. Like, <laughs> is, she doesn't have her own home or, like, This craft is actually studio. their beach house that they've built for their TV show they're on. Oh, I see. So it's, it's a separate like a, house. Um, it's like a terrace house style yeah. reality show. <laughs> And after this game okay. wraps up, we can get into a little bit of Cheryl's crazy shenanigans with uh, her TV show and stuff. Yes, gosh, I would love to. Because I don't know if I knew she had a TV show, yeah. so I definitely need to hear more about that. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, Alright, so, oh god, I, I <laughs> do seem to remember the Bridget one, although uh-huh. I don't, oh, I don't know though. I don't know if I'm just remembering... One of the many, like, Bridget singing one, because that's the only time they bring Bridget in. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. She's only relevant um, when she's singing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've got... Oh, God. I think I'm going to have to go with... Oh, God. I think I'm going to have to think... I think the rollerblading one is fake. Is that your final answer? Yes. I made up the rollerblade episode. What? I got it. You got it. I can't believe it. Yeah. It's been a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Okay, wow. I See that was that was literally like I couldn't remember, so I literally just had to guess. Yeah. It could have been any of them. It to me. is the rollerblades. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. I even went that, with the most yeah. night. I was like, what's more likely, rollerblades or roller skates? 90s. Blades. Blades. And yeah. I looked up when some you... 90s rollerblades outfits in case you asked what her outfit looked like. That's a very good. I, have a I, I did of notice some you Barbies. said the 90s rollerblades outfit, which was good enough for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Nice. All right. I like that one. So do uh... I'll have to bring a contrabulation to the table sometime soon. Yeah, that would um, be great. Yeah. You Maybe know, next I week we'll get one of those. Love some of his fantabulous contrabulations. Contrabulations. Get yourself one today. Um, but to go yeah. into Cheryl's TV show a little bit. Yeah, what is her TV okay, show? Okay, so this is a wild thing where she... <laughs> I guess Cheryl in her comic series was just like a media sensation. For basically okay, anything she does, the media blows their shit up and is like, <laughs> I'm Cheryl! God, I love her so much! Well, if we're to believe she's kind of like a Paris Hilton-esque figure, yeah. that kind of makes sense. 
So she's at the beach where they're filming a live soap opera episode, which <laughs> is a crazy thing to do also. <laughs> so good. That's and like, she just walks yeah. up onto the set. Archie's like, oh, be careful. You don't want to walk into their shot. And she's like, yeah, you think I fucking don't? And walks into the <laughs> shot and is like, <laughs> basically spills all of the, the soap opera subplot stuff. Like, yeah. You know, there are two characters that are each cheating on each other, which she knows because she watches the show, and she's like, hey, mm-hmm. why are you cheating on her with Melissa? Oh my and they're God. like, uh, this is live. We can't cut. I guess go with it. And then they like what? cut, and they're like, you ruined our whole season. Oh my God. That's fantastic. So we cut to some studio execs that are like, mm, this Cheryl, she's great at blowing up the media. Let's get her to host our new show. Mm-hmm. And then Cheryl poses as her own as agent on the phone to make her demands, including that she has a beautifully renovated beach house and the show gets named after her. So oh. it's called like <laughs> Cheryl's Beach Bash or something. And gotcha. her dad is like, you can do this, I guess, but I'm going to hire the Riverdale gang to keep an eye on you. Okay. So she wants it to be, you know, close to Riverdale and she's all mad that they get to be there, and her dad bought Pembroke Beach and makes it a public beach. Okay. This um, is and, so wild. Yeah, it's just, it's like a three-comic series, and I actually, we owned one of these three comics, and I never knew the beginning or end of this series. Oh, really? Just the you had, we had the middle one? <laughs> yeah, I had the middle one. That's fantastic. Not that there's a lot to it. It didn't really bother me as a standalone. It was fine. It's just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Cheryl has a show, I guess. I guess. I like the fact that she walked onto the show, fucked up everything, and they were like, we gotta have her back. Yeah. Get, get her. Oh so, my god. in short, also the, idea the of world filming, is... What? Sorry. I was just gonna say, the idea of filming a live soap opera <laughs> right? at a beach, which is like the worst conditions Well, and apparently there was live. no one, like, keeping an eye on this. I guess. Like, they didn't have someone say, I'm sorry, you have to stop. (laughs) I walked through a movie set once, and, like, they were filming it in um, the town that we live in, and I was, like, walking back to my car after work one night, and there was a guy that was like, excuse me, ma'am, we're filming just ahead. Please wait until we're done. Yeah. And then I had to wait. It was, like, some Emily Blunt movie, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. The middle of summer. And it was a snowy scene, and so I could watch the <laughs> actors in their winter coats and, Oof, like, snowy cars rough. drive by. Interesting. Yeah. Wow, that's wild. So there's but definitely yeah, guys like that, can... like, stop you. Exactly. That's not how sets work, for one. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like you could just walk onto, like, a universal lot and be like, hey, I'm here mm-hmm. now. I also don't think they usually film live TV, especially if it's not, like, a reality show. Outdoors. That's yeah. definitely not soap operas, but I don't especially think they rarely film live non-reality TV outdoors. Yeah. Because the conditions are just so Reality TV wild. is, like, never live, right? What's that? Is reality, oh, reality TV, TV ever live? No, that's a good point. I, I mean, it's never really real, so I guess, yeah. no. Yeah. But huh. the, uh, the gist of this whole show arc mm, is mm, that... Yes. Um, the nation is taken by storm, and everyone that crossed the country is like, I'm a buddy, I'm a Veronica, no, I'm a Cheryl. And then guys oh are like, boy, I love Archie, and the girls are like, why do you love that creep? He's <laughs> creeping these poor girls along. 
Do they really say that? That is the line at one point, yes. That's so fucking good. Uh, thank then, God. <laughs> yeah. And then all like, of their parents uh, are like, this is too much media attention on our children. They're high school students. Also, they have to go back to school soon. And I also so, like the to imagine that their parents never actually saw their kids, like, be people. And so they're yeah. just like, oh my god, all our kids are awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's get them off of TV. Uh, so... Cheryl is obligated to host still, but mm-hmm. all of the other parents forbid their kids from participating. And huh. the studio executives convince the parents to allow one last end of summer bash. And at this oh. bash, they announce, uh, God, what her name is like, Shireen Flower Blossom or something. Basically, Wait, Cheryl Blossom as like slightly altered. Oh, I see. Um, and they bring her into. She's a Cheryl Blossom lookalike who's hosting her own spinoff show <laughs> that they're replacing Cheryl's show with, and Cheryl's very pissed about it. And basically, they've made a scripted TV show based on the lives of the gang. That's really mm-hmm. foreshadowing, weird, man. Yeah. <sighs> wow. And they all they... look the same but slightly different, except for Jason Blossom, who looks like a big nerd. And that's the well, end note is that he comes on and he's like, "Where's my pocket protector?" And Jason's <laughs> like, "That's not what I look like." <laughs> okay, and that's then Cheryl good. laughs at him. <laughs> very good. So I that is uh, also just Cheryl's TV show. Oh my god. Okay, so so they start doing a TV show of the gang. Yeah, basically. Okay, now here, listen to this theory that I just came up with. Yes. What if that TV show of the gang that isn't really the gang is all the Archie comics we've been reading <laughs> since that point in time, and Riverdale A, the actual Riverdale, is what Riverdale the TV show is? No. Yeah, so that's not the alternate timeline, that's the main timeline. I don't and know, everything... though. I don't know. I feel like they're the same age in the Riverdale show. As they are in, like, the comics, though. No, that's true. I don't know. I mean, it's all unstuck in time. I think that's, that's just a true. part of Riverdale. Aren't they just always teens? <laughs> They're always teens. Except for unless the it's convenient for the plot. Not afterlife. Yeah. The, uh, uh life with Archie. Life. Yeah, married life and life with Archie and stuff. I mean, I think Ooh. until... It does kind of seem like until they leave Riverdale, they don't actually age. Because, like, yeah. Archie and Betty move to New York and become, become adults. Interesting. Maybe know. that's the uh, sticking point. Is Riverdale Ma- okay. itself is cursed? New theory. Riverdale is basically like Dairy Maine, um, that is kind of unstuck from time and like haunted. Yeah. And yeah, like it, the whole town is haunted. I'm reading it right now. If you can't tell, that's what I'm doing with with my quarantine. Um, <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> that's Stephen a rough King way to spend a quarantine. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing a lot at a time. A fun um, little Stephen King pick me up. Mm, uh, just a delightful romp through child <laughs> endangerment and abuse. Yeah. But so yeah, I think. Scene. Oh God, I'm not looking forward to that, man. Um, but yeah, no, I think Riverdale's basically like Dairy Maine. Like, you don't really remember or think about it when you're not there. Um, you know that it exists, but you don't think, like, yeah, yeah, that's my theory. I don't All know. Right. I'll have to work it out more. I'll come, I'll come back next week with, like, a full-fledged fan fiction. Work on your murder about... wall. 
Pennywise. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that's what's gonna happen to me during quarantine. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, boy, Ezra, I can't wait to see your apartment. <laughs> You'll come into my apartment and like all the shutters are like, or all the windows are covered with like plastic garbage bags. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, You've covered up all your mirrors with pictures of Betty and Veronica. <laughs> I've drawn like the checkerboard so that, <laughs> on the mirror so that I can turn my head and make it look like my hair has the checkerboard. Ah. And... I am Archie. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, before I lose a little too much, um, yeah, keep I working think that's on your fan theory. Probably a good good place to uh, start wrapping up here, don't you think? I think you're right. Yeah. Well, this has been. Uh, I mean. As we as we saying every week, you know this is a learning experience, um, and yes. just thank you guys for sticking with us, bearing with um, us as we relearn how to do audio <laughs> and, and podcasting, low key. Um, yeah, but yeah, and uh, of course, you know, can I find hope us everyone... online. Yeah, um, yeah, please. Sorry, I thought that's up. what you were going to say. And you were actually telling people to be safe and stuff. I was going to be don't you safe. Go on but... with that? Yeah, I'll just say real quick. Um, yeah, just we, you know, we hope everyone's safe and. You know, taking the necessary precautions, social distancing, please social distance. Um, This is just going to get worse if you don't wash your hands. Um, And yeah, just uh, stay safe, stay sane. All that free time that you have now that you're in quarantine. And you know what, man? If all you accomplish right now is surviving quarantine, that is enough. That is a fucking accomplishment. That is more than enough. For and I, I I'm not gonna get too too real, but for those of us with certain mental illnesses, this is a particularly difficult time, and we just want you to know, you know, we're we're thinking about you, and we wish you the best. And um, yeah, if you just make it through each day, and that's the best you can do, that's the best you can do, and we're proud of you. Yeah, um, man, it's tough and, times for everyone, and we're all oh, just yeah. sticking, keeping on. Oh yeah, and so, uh, before I start getting comics, watch <laughs> exactly. some bad TV. Uh, please. I found out, yeah, we're, we're going to need to dive more into some of the Archie shows because um, that'll be a good source of amusement for a lot of us, I think. Yes. Um, but yeah, um, without further ado, we'll start getting into the administrative work. Um, mm-hmm. You can hit us up on our Twitter and our Instagram at Riverdale High AV, um, as well as our website, rhsavclub.com, where you'll find all our episodes, um, as well as links to our various social medias. And then uh, our Facebook group is Riverdale High AV Club, and our Mm -hmm. email is RiverdaleHighAVClub at gmail.com. You got it. And if you enjoy our show, tell a friend about us. Yeah, tell a friend. We'd love to reach more people, and we'd love to hear your feedback, and we just want to get to know you guys. Yeah, go out there, uh, tell a friend, tweet about us, write a review, just be like, hey, you like Archie Comics, or you like... Uh, siblings talking about dumb stuff, yep. uh, check out this podcast. And uh, every little bit helps. And yeah, we're here for you guys. So without further ado, I've been Ezra. And I've been Megan. And we'll see you at the chocolate truck then. Bye! Bye! Okay, good. All right.
Let's get this started. <laughs> 